so much TV to be seen and you can't match status quo. Just sit back and relax, my friend, cause we're gonna watch a show. Dustin can watch. Hello, welcome to Dustin Can Watch along with me and Steven from Creep Talk, a pod <laughs> Dawson's Creep podcast. Dang it, I can't even talk. <laughs> and uh, today we decided to go ahead and revisit Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist Land in Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas, the Roku Channel original movie. And we are very excited to be here because all you have to do is watch along with us. Just get the movie queued up and then you hit play on our podcast and boom, you're ready to go. How are you doing today, Steven? I'm good. It's Saturday. Um, it's kind of gloomy here today, and but it's 70 degrees. It makes no sense. Yeah, I know. It's the same thing here. We had like a bad, bad storm last night, so I don't know if you're going to be getting that. I mean, I'm pretty far away from you, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it looks like it rained, but um, I was like, man. I was hoping it'd be like beautiful today, like a beautiful December Saturday. <laughs> I know. Really and not. it's just this whole 70 to 30 to 70 to 30. I just don't understand. It's like, you know, the Mighty Mighty Boston song. Sure don't feel like Christmas time. I don't know if you've ever heard that song. but I know who they are. I've never heard that Christmas song, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's a good song. But anyway, so today, yes, we are going to be doing some commentary on Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas, which I loved. And... Before we start talking about anything about that, I want to tell you that we have our Roku channel. Um, if you have the app or if you just bring it up on their website, we have the the show queued up at the top of the show after the Roku channel banner. It's at the beginning. It's one second in with Zoe looking right at us just, at, just after she says hi before she starts talking and doing her little recap. I'll count down to when we will hit play. I'll also note when the commercial breaks are, I think there's like seven of them. Um, so if they're, if they're in there or when they would most likely be in case you're watching it along with us and do and commercials do actually come up, you can pause our show till the movie's commercial break ends and then come right back. Also, we may also have some lulls in commentary, you know, cause we're watching along with you. So, you know, it's just like we're in the room, <laughs> but we're not obviously, uh, oh, but we're I watching am. along. Oh, yeah. He's right there next to you guys. He's looking over your shoulder. Just watch out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, don't be concerned if you don't hear from us for a second, because like we said, we're watching along with you. This is actually just our second time to watch it. Now, I mean, I have some pre-show notes I want to go over as far as the sh of Zoe's Christmas goes, but I just wanted to tell you all that first. So these pre-show notes I want to go over is uh, this show was this movie was released on the Roku channel on December 1st, 2021. And you should check out our Zoe's extraordinary playlist recap that I released on the second that has Steven along as well, where we went over the entire series leading up to the Christmas movie. This was actually a planned season three storyline and they condensed it into a, a 99, excuse me. Yeah. I guess 99 minute movie. Variety, uh, the magazine, actually had a little article on it, and here's a little snippet from it. They said, quote, Austin Winsberg and his writers had five weeks to break the story, write out an outline, and pen the script. The team had another two weeks for pre-production before production began in Vancouver, British Columbia. Almost the entire cast 
negotiated new contracts for the project within that time and reunited to film for three weeks with, yeah, only a few days of prep first. Um, Jane Levy has a little quote here. I had four days to learn all the musical numbers, to record all my music, to have all my fittings, to get my wig tested. Yes, she still wears a wig, I guess. Her hair's still short. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, She gets a makeup test, memorize her lines. And then I went to camera. Usually before the seasons, we have two weeks. That's, you know, she had four days. Now she's like, ooh, got to do this quick. So they worked their asses off for this. Yeah. Now, the article continues, says the post-production team then had less than a month to edit before the movie dropped on December 1st. The story ended up being a condensed version of what Winsberg says would have been done in a third season, especially around the Zoe-Max relationship and the evolution of Maggie's, Mary Steenburgen's love life. So, yeah, less than a week after its release, it was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award for Best Made for Television Movie which I think is just awesome. It's less than a week and it gets nominated. And it also became the most viewed Roku original by the first weekend of its release. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it's like the most original program programming that they have right now. That's like still current. You know what I mean? Yeah. The show's so good. So I'm glad people followed over to them to watch this special, you know? So yeah, I'm, it had I'm a fan base that. already, and I guess yeah. maybe the hype around this coming up and the Christmas season, people just wanted right. to see it. And like you know, like we said, there's a recap at the very beginning, so you don't necessarily have to have watched the show. I I recommend that you do to like really feel what's going on with these characters and understand it a little bit more. But you don't have to because it is kind of a standalone little movie if you want to watch it that way. Which you know that's kind of nice. Another thing I want to add is, so there's, at the credits, there's a song by Tori Kelly called North Star, and it was released with this soundtrack. Now, per a Rolling Stone article, it was produced by Harvey Mason Jr. and written by cast member Mary Steenburgen, Caitlin Smith, and Troy Virgis. The song finds Tori Kelly singing about a holiday gathering in the wake of loss. So I just want to commend Mary Steenburgen for co-writing a song that was featured in the movie. I think that's really cool. And maybe she just got the the you know musical bug as she started doing the show. I don't know. Because I don't think I've ever seen her do anything else musical. She might have, but I don't know. Yeah, me Have either. <laughs> I don't know. And one last thing was that Lauren Graham's Joan, Zoe's former boss, almost had a cameo after the end credits, which would have kind of made Zoe's presence more Marvel superhero like since she has a superpower, yeah, you know, and then they would have had that end credit scene, which is kind of what a Marvel staple in the MCU, you know, uh, creator Austin Winsberg said that they weren't able to make it work. No. So I'm guessing it's for budget reasons or maybe some scheduling, but for me, it sounds more like budget. But they said they wanted to set up Joan for a return in case they were picked up again by the Roku channel or for for another season or for another movie. So fingers crossed because all this hype's come up. I'm thinking they're going to get renewed. I think they are. It's either going to be another movie or it's going to be another season. And I hope it's another season, actually. I kind of want it to be another season. I want more. Yeah. I don't know about you, but, you know. (laughs) Anyway, so a reminder This is unofficial commentary to watch along with Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. So don't be concerned if there are any long pauses in the middle of this. We're just talking. We're watching along with you. We'll make comments here and there. And, you know, again, we're queued up at the top of the show. 
one second in after Zoe says hi. One second in. So have that paused and ready to go. Are you ready to go, Stephen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this before, so I'm a little nervous. It's like we're like um, when we would, you know, back in the day when they always had commentary on like movies and stuff and i always dvds like, yeah yeah and i always want to watch it i was like oh that's kind of what we're doing <laughs> i kind of miss that you know i don't really i mean the director commentary is neat and, and and you know with cool information but i kind of prefer like the actor's commentary yeah they're just too. talking about the stuff that happened on set you know and just goofing off and sometimes they get off track and they're not even talking about the movie yeah but yeah i kind of re- i kind of uh wish we had that again they need to do that again somehow i don't know anyway okay one <laughs> second in after zoe says hi Let's do this. Countdown will be to one and then we'll push play. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. I kind of hate that they didn't mention him playing a playlist at this part. I know you see it, but. Ugh. Love Peter Gallagher. I like that they did this, that they did this recap before this. And also for people who weren't just recently watching the show, it's a good reminder of everything that maybe they forgot. Yeah. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. Oh, I just realized that. She said two weeks. Yeah, it's only been two weeks. And I love how she's telling this all to Santa. (laughs) Yeah. I totally missed that in the beginning. (laughs) And you just spilled out your entire life story. (laughs) I first thought she was at her therapist. (laughs) And then and then they showed Santa. (laughs) In a cabin. (laughs) Yeah. She's so cute, though. That's a great wig. Yeah, you can't even tell. (laughs) Get your hands off me, girl. You're looking for a slap, elf. I like that. <laughs> she says, I have a dead father, and they're all given to the stink eye. Because <laughs> <laughs> Max is Jewish. <laughs> 
So one thing coming up is The Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Mo. And I learned from Alex Newell, I think on Instagram, that this is what they call a oneer. It was all filmed in one shot. And you know what? I was wondering, does Mo even have a last name? Oh, you know what? I don't even know. I never I never looked it up. But anyway, the most wonderful time of the year, it debuted in 1963 on the Andy Williams Christmas album. And it was co-written by George Weil, who wrote the Gilligan's Island theme. Get in your face. Here it comes. This song wasn't even released as a single on that album, by the way. It was weird. I don't know even how it got popular. I tried to look that up. (laughs) God love Mandy Moore for her choreography. Oh my God. When we get to the later one, it blew my mind. I wonder what mall they were actually in. I don't know, but they, that's a huge mall. And you know what? All the stores look generic. Yeah. I was looking around it too, to see if there was anything familiar, but it was shot in Canada, right? Yeah. So maybe it's just, yeah, maybe there's like Canadian owned stores or something. The scary ghost stories guy. Oh my god. Scary ghost stories. Okay, everybody. In a real mall, they would not let you on the kitty choo-choo train. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be so upset if I couldn't. I mean, I was watching, looking at everybody in the background, just kind of walking around like normal while these people are dancing. Yeah. Walking in, I was like, is this an active mall at this moment? Like, are people actually shopping? <laughs> no, maybe they did it to because those are the people that don't have the holiday spirit. <laughs> I guess. Maybe there's like a range of like how far her powers go in certain times. I don't know who it reaches. <laughs> I can't escape this. I do kind of want that jacket, though. (laughs) He really can sing. It makes me want to sing. (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) So he's extraordinary Christmas. Snowflake. Hottie Max. <laughs> no.
Yeah, he's got this arrogance about the powers at the beginning here. Because yeah, all of she, his problems that he's solving are, like, easy. Right, and she's, like, dealing with emotional baggage that everybody has. Pour some sugar on me, my lord. <laughs> Hypoglycemic. <laughs> I got him a cake and showed him where the ocean was. He's spending I a lot of money. I love how they decorated the outside of Spark Point. Oh, yeah. With a fake ribbon. <laughs> yeah. If I walked into work and they had a whole bar dedicated to peppermint bark, I'd be so upset. Why, you don't like, like peppermint real? bark? I'm not a big peppermint person, but I don't know. It's a lot I of guess peppermint. it would depend on like how can they have that much variety in peppermint bark? I know. I mean, is it like white chocolate, dark chocolate? That's about it. <laughs> is it any other thing other than chocolate? Is it like full on? Is there anything that looks like bark of a tree? <laughs> I mean, you know, they could have peppermints in the shape of dogs. Oh yeah, peppermint bark. How yeah, cute. that's funny. I kind of feel bad for Simon in this movie, though, because he doesn't get much of a storyline. No. Well, you know what? I feel like he really he really didn't need one after the end of season two. Yeah. I mean, it's good that he's still in her life because they work together, but they kind of like finalized it. You know, there was some yeah. kind of closure. And I read that they were not going to do the whole love triangle thing anymore with them. Like they, he was really just going to be a friend to Zoe and Max and he was going to have his own storyline. So hopefully they They'll give him more to do coming forward. Hopefully. I like Emily. I do too. At first, she kind of seemed like a type A personality, but she seems like so much, I guess could maybe her, you know, postpartum meds or yeah. helped her out a lot to make her just chill. Yeah. Like I said it in the last episode we did, but that scene that they did with her really affected me in a weird way. And I just felt for her character and I liked the actress a lot. I will say that this, what they do, they're all going to depart. That's kind of, that makes me mad. Like, what would you do that to your family? Everybody just goes their separate ways all of a sudden. I know. I thought it was a little During the weird. first Christmas that, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Usually it's like a hard conversation. Like, I guess we're all going to, we like, we're all going to be together. Not like going to do this. I'm doing that. It was a little unrealistic, but I understand the writing of it. I love Maggie. And I grew to like David, too, actually. He became yeah, dorkier like, as it went on. Them. There's really yeah. nobody on the show that's really not likable. And I was amazed when I looked up Andrew Leeds, David, how much he has done. He has been in so much stuff. I know you messaged me and said something like he was in the Groundlings or something or. Yeah. And he's currently on the Connors. He's Darlene's boyfriend now right. on the Connors. Right. He's one of those actors that probably did a lot of side characters. And. Yeah. And apparently, like I said, he was also in major pain. I, I was like, oh my God, that's he was so a cadet in major pain. <laughs> he was a kid. I will say a health and wellness resort in Hawaii sounds amazing. I know. In Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii. 
I've never been to Hawaii. I went there for two weeks for my high school graduation. Really? Yeah, just me and two friends. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Did you get laid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not in a good way. Oh, this is sad. So, of course, this is Bad Blood by Taylor Swift, which was supposedly about her feud with Katy Perry. She kept denying that, but I'm like, I think it was. I think it was about Katy Perry. I think it was, too. Um, Jane Levy is like the queen of face acting. She does. She has some expression. I love it. I love how Zoe's expression, like especially when she's singing, is really animated. Yeah. And she can dance, too. Like, she really can. After not... I mean, I watched her in the, uh, I got the music in me part and I love her like running down the steps and like dancing and just like. Yeah, I, I haven't really looked much up about her, so I don't know her background, but she, um, she's very talented. They're all fine. <laughs> Commercial break. And we're back. Brushing those teeth. <laughs> Why did they wait so long for him to say something to her? <laughs> it's been probably a couple hours since dinner. I know. Because they wanted this fun scene of them brushing their teeth together, which is... And him shirtless, of course. Right. Which is fine. But like... <laughs> I'm not mad at it. No, me either. But it's... I've never brushed my teeth with my partner. In the bathroom together. She's it like really preparing their water for their side, the sides of the bed. I've never been into this this guy ever until the show. <laughs> it's because of his personality. That's got to be what it is. Because Max is just such a good guy. Yeah. You know uh, Robbie Miles. Robbie Miles. Robbie? He's the writer. Anyway, he went to I school so. with him. He went to school oh, with really? Skylar Aston. Yeah. High school. That's really cool. Yeah, that's the body I'm going for next. That's going to be my next body. <laughs> me too. <laughs> It'll never happen. But yeah, me too. <laughs> going to get the gonna get these love handles off and... <laughs> and then I'm going to get a guy that's similar to Max. I'll be good. <laughs> And then you can sing to each other. I actually do prefer, I kind of do want a Jewish guy. Do it. I like that he just really loves her. He really does. And he's just like, I'm so concerned for her all the time. He doesn't. Yet, you know, at this point, he still doesn't quite get what's the issue with the powers she has with them. And like, yeah, you're going to you're going to find out. Yeah. He's so empathetic towards her, but at the same time, he still doesn't understand. Yeah. Which I think was great that somehow she projected these powers to him. (laughs) It's Fire Marshal Perry. (laughs) 
I don't know, just the the line beard thing. <laughs> like it's so well kept. Like it's too well kept. Like it just too, looks too. It almost looks like it's painted on. It's you know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just. Carol Oki. I do want to do some Carol Oki now. I did think of you when they said that line. I know. I went. Mm. <laughs> He's a nice guy and I love his voice. He's got a great voice. He's good looking. I just hate the beard. He's a little corny for me, though. I don't know. He is. He's a little too corny. Like just a, I don't know. I think he needs to take a couple more acting classes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love these sweaters. I know. I like that they all had to wear them. Did you notice that Tobin has the hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> he has the hoodie sweater. I'm like, how did they get him a hoodie sweater? No, I'm sorry, I would have picked that underneath. cascading. The one she picks should not have won. I'm sorry. Some of these other ones are just more spectacular. Like that one. Oh my God. The the street, the San Francisco street. <laughs> oh God, Danny Michael Davis. <laughs> And the whole time I'm like, is he actually in space? <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. I said, is he really supposed to be in space? But they're all looking at him like questioning it. So now he's like Bezos or Musk instead of now he's like a mix of all three of like Zuckerberg, Bezos and Musk. Which if he did mix them all together, they probably would be this crazy ass person. Yeah. <laughs> People have money. They do crazy things. Another trip around the sun. Tony, Dad, Tony, Tony. She goes, let's have a great break, everyone. I'm like, who has a break at work? Like, everybody simultaneously has a break at work. I never heard of that. Um, like we do at my office, but we're a small office. We're not like a huge corporation like that. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, like they're, they're they a take big like, company. We take like a week and a half off. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the one perk of where I work. It's nice. I wonder what that was about, that look from McKenzie. Because nothing really comes of that look. No. Nothing. I really wanted Simon at some point to find out about her powers. I really wanted her family to. It would make sense for somebody in her family to notice, but it's not like they don't notice. 
But if you think about it, she wasn't noticing anything until her she got her power. So I mean, that's where she got it was from, you know, her family probably. So right. I guess them withholding their vacation plans is what came of that look from Mackenzie. I don't. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. See, look at Leaf's butt. He's got a good butt. I know I mentioned this in the other one, but (laughs) I'm a butt guy. Can't help it. I check out girls' butts, too. I don't care. (laughs) I want to make sure everybody has a nice ass. You're an equal opportunist. Butt tunist. Uh, but tunist. And here we have Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. This is a good song. But. I love these group numbers. When were they only put him in khaki and everybody else in black pants? I never noticed that. Or blue jeans. Still, they're all in dark pants. And Oh, wait. Somebody back there has some light blue jeans. But his pants stand out the most. Oh, Tobin. So cute. I can't believe they learned all this stuff in like four days. Me either. The songs, the script, the dance moves. I mean, they knew the set and they know each other. So, I mean, I guess if you, you've worked with these people so much, you trust each other pretty well. Listen, so. he has zero butt. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> he has a butt. It's so These are flat. not good pants for him because before, maybe he lost it over the break. I don't know. But I think, you know, in other, other shots, he has a better butt. I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't do it for me at all, but I'm just saying he has a good butt. Oh, this is funny. They're in the elevator. (laughs) I love how everybody's hair is flopping around. That's what's funny. You know what I thought after that? She was going to turn around. They were still all going to be in the room, not in the elevator. I know. I thought that was, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Domineering Mo coming in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Barge. I like this wig on Mo. Yeah, I don't like when they give her the short wigs. I like a long wig. Hi, I'm Susan. I see you. Maybe one day. 
Oh, don't ever ask Mo for her opinion. Uh-uh. I mean, he's just staring up at the sky. <laughs> Mo is not wrong. As as far as like they look scared as hell, <laughs> and there's no one in the room except for the teacher. I no, mean, <laughs> and the pianist. You know, it's unusual. I've always found that they always put Zoe in red, which is not usually what they would do with redheads. Oh yeah. They normally will put green or blue or, you know. But they put in a lot of pinks and reds, which I thought was fun. And that shows that redheads can wear red. <laughs> she does look that good. That baby has got so much hair on his head. I know. I love their house. I do too. I'm not about those chairs around that table, but I like the table. Yeah. No, I don't like those chairs either. They kind of look wicker. <laughs> A little bit. I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten a Christmas newsletter from anybody in my entire life. Me either. I always hear about it in movies and TV shows, but I've never actually seen it happen. It's a made up thing for TV and movies. No, I think some people actually do it. It just never happens in my life. <laughs> Idea. Hmm. I do like how the box looks like it's an old box. Yeah. Why is that embarrassing? She's just holding a damn nutcracker. People get embarrassed of the stupidest things. If it was so meaningful, why was it in the garage in a box with all this other junk? I don't know. With a picture. I would have put it in a better, like, at least in a carton, like a nice plastic tub. You know what I mean? Wrapped up in uh, tissue paper or something to keep it safe. Something, you know, store it better. Yeah. Or just keep it out all year round in a curio cabinet. Yeah. It's not like they don't have I read somewhere that curio cabinets are out. I'm like, whatever. I see them at the Goodwill all the time, too. So I guess you're right. <laughs> this was a good effect that they did to show him. I was him happy that these... they brought him back. I was, too. But I thought it was neat how they did this, and she's walking in every room, and, and it doesn't even look like she's green screened in or anything. It looks awesome. Yeah. And that little girl does look like her. 
That's probably her real hair, that short hair. Oh, yeah. I've never done any of these things with my family. <laughs> They're all so happy. <laughs> it's making me sad. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I did stuff like this with just my mom, but that, not like my whole family joining in. And I'm like, man, it's like the damn Waltons. I know. We've never sat at a dinner table and just was like politely passing things around. <laughs> I'm sure we were all arguing with each other. Bad idea, Max. It's obvious she doesn't want to do this. Why would you bring this up? It just makes me mad. And then he starts singing Just the Two of Us, which is by Grover Washington Jr. and Bill Withers, backup vocals and the co-writer of the song. <laughs> this is like probably the best scene of the whole movie. It is. It's a great scene. The first time I ever heard um, Just the Two of Us was actually the Will Smith song from his Big Willie style album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he the song is actually a love song about a couple, but he made it about a father and son. So Yeah. Which I think it was Jaden in the music video. I think so. I, it was his first kid. And then she sings We Need a Little Christmas from the musical Mame, which was originally Angela Lansbury. But Lucille Ball's in the movie version from 74. Which my mom despises that movie. Really? We actually oh, prefer so the original. Huh? He's so good at this. He is. He's got some sexy moves. Yeah, he really turned me on. I'm not going to lie. I'll spend some time with you. I love his voice. <laughs> An idea, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Her crazy ass eyes. <laughs> But yeah, we, we prefer Mame, the original uh, movie with star Rosalind Russell. If you want a fabulous campy icon of yesteryear, you should definitely watch the Rosalind Russell Mame. It's Mame. awesome. It's not a musical. And it's based on a true story, by the way. <laughs> Four days. I know to learn the like the hand movements and shit like that was just awesome. She must have been practicing like all night. I mean, it's your job. You will learn it. It's just like when I, I have a deadline to write something, I can write all of a sudden. But when I don't, it's like, eh, I can't get it out. You know? Yeah, because I guess you're under pressure. pressure. Yeah, the pressure is just. <laughs> I, I have to admit I bought this soundtrack did you yeah I went ahead and bought it on iTunes I didn't even I didn't even look it up but I should buy it 
All the other Zoe songs are all like individual singles, so you can't buy it as a soundtrack, but this one you can buy as a full soundtrack. Like, this is insane. <laughs> Why can't they just say this to each other, though? Oh, I want to have the most Mitch Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, that's funny. Commercial break. And we're back. So furky. Ugh. I don't know. I never had it, but I have no, never it's tofu had turkey. That's what it is. I always wanted to try a turducken. I've never tried that. Me too. I mean, they had a baby this year. He won like his hundredth case. And there's some good things he can post. I know. Because the whole series is basically taking place within a year, apparently. Because they want to, <laughs> they want to pretend like they're doing like these incredible things. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. How oh, she's holding that baby or he is that. A, I can't, I can't see those. <laughs> I am glad that they brought Bernadette Peters back for this. Me too. This was originally performed by Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters in 1950. It was written by Robert Alex Anderson because a stenographer in his office wondered why there were no Hawaiian Christmas songs. And I'm like, duh, they are Hawaiians. We took over their land and their culture and forced these things on them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she's singing this live too. Well, yeah, she's Broadway. Several Tonys and Drama League and Drama Desk Awards and Golden Globes and she's a legend.
I don't like, I like um, Deb, but I don't like how Deb is guilt tripping Maggie. I'm like, your husband just died. His daughter wants you to stay for the holiday. Don't guilt trip. Come on. Yeah. The cat sat at the table. No, that's a big no-no. If the cat used utensils, totally. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how entertaining would that be at dinner? Like, your dad just died. Like, they're acting like it's been a lot longer than it has been. I know it's a little contradictory with uh, the storyline later with Maggie and the tree guy, but I guess she's kind of living in fantasy world now, I guess. Or she just really wants to go on a boost cruise. I went on a booze cruise in Hawaii. Did you? Yeah. How was that? <laughs> I was 18. So we can only drink while we were in international waters, which was only for like 30 minutes. Oh, so, so did you like chug? And then it was so crowded. I was so scared. I was. I thought, oh my god, if this thing capsized, I mean, we couldn't move. It was that crowded. Oh my god! So it doesn't so sound it like, like it was a good experience. Oh my god, it was horrible. It was a ripoff. <laughs> I don't know why my friends talked me into it. Well, now you can say you went to one. Freaking Mo looking like Debbie Allen with the damn cane. I know. Then bring up the tempo if you're so mad about it. <laughs> What's an EGOT? You know what an EGOT is, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Susan. You just told your boyfriend's daughter she can't use the bathroom. (laughs) It's all happening. I just noticed the name of it was Lumberjacks. I don't know why I never noticed that. Oh, David James Elliott from JAG. He's totally a DILF. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you.
I remember when I was watching this and I was like, because I didn't look it up, the actress up yet. And I was like, he looks so familiar. And then you told me who he was. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot all about him. I know. (laughs) Get you that Douglas fur. I can't decide if he's doing an accent or if this is how he actually talks, because I don't remember him sounding like this. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't notice it. (laughs) David. Don't ruin this for me. That'd be a hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> it's hilarious. When did trees get so expensive? Okay, so here we have Call Me Maybe, Carly Ray Jepsen. Did you know this came out in 2011? It's been 10 years. I saw Carly Ray Jepsen when I was in Canada. When she was competing on Canadian Idol. Oh. I went to a live taping of it. Um, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Like She wrote this with this uh, somebody named Tavish Crow as a folk song. And then somebody named Josh Ramsey helped to, quote, popify it. Hmm. And then it was big on Canadian radio. And that's where Justin Bieber heard it. And he was with Selena Gomez at the time. So they ended up tweeting about it. And that's how the song became an international hit. That's crazy. Which I don't want to give credit to Justin Bieber. I like Selena Gomez, but I hate Bieber, but yeah, I'm not a big, this Bieber. is a good song after a while. It was annoying, but then it left a little bit and it came back. I'm like, you know, I still like this song. I love it. Whenever it's on, you just start singing along to it. Mm-hmm. Better climb that tree, Maggie. Right. Commercial break. And we're back. these Icelandic crime dramas they really make the time go fast
This is such an awkward. The app thing. Meow, whatever. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Way too short. Yeah, I would not trust that guy. That guy's unkempt. Oh, no. She's right. That that was taken totally in the 70s. It had to have been a dick pic. <laughs> Equine therapy. <laughs> Excessive back hair. <laughs> She's so funny. that's one of the things they don't talk about in loss that even if you're trying to move on you're always still thinking about that person you lost no matter what I love Maggie Yeah, me too. She's so sweet. (laughs) You ever notice when they pour cups of coffee, they never pour like a full cup of coffee. They always pour like a shot. Yeah, <laughs> worth and move and and you're like they're not drinking that. I like they so can move around yeah. freely without worrying about it sloshing. I still never understood why they didn't just move in with Maggie. Boundaries, I guess. I mean, they're always there, and she's always taking care of the baby and. Maybe you Maggie know, doesn't want them to live there. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's a She's big like, enough I need, a, I need a baby here. <laughs> the stay-at-home daddy. I don't think you should do that. Sorry. Cut him off right then. You spoiled her, Mo. People expect things when you do them over and over and over and over. Was Mo trying to hit that high-pitched note? Was that what was about to happen? Yeah. (laughs) She cut her off. She just made me want a baked good now. This laying out this whole map thing, for some reason, it reminds me of Home Alone. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Follow someone with very cute shoes and get what she gets. Yeah, this scene was funny. This woman's like, why is this girl stalking me? This crazy ass redhead. That's a creepy ass smile. So she's just going to buy all this random shit and give it to who? (laughs) Poor Max. (laughs) I don't even do that shit. That's a. I'm sorry. Order out. Just order some food to be made for you. You don't have to make all that. That's way too much pressure. Or get some of the family to do it. I mean, they can make some of the meal. You know what, though? When you're organized and you have everything prepared, like this made me so anxious watching this. It's <laughs> everywhere. Like, everywhere. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> and the fact that she, oh my God, her phone is on there and has all that crap all over it now. And Yeah. Simon had the easiest job of any of the actors on the show. Yeah, he was barely in it. He just had to stand in front of a Vegas slot machine. I thought when she said, and baby, in the clip that I saw before the actual movie, I thought she was calling him baby. And then somebody corrected me and said she meant as in the baby. I was like, wait, she called him baby? I thought she was with... Um... It, the way the way it was broken up, it did kind of like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's doing all this the night of, and she has everybody's coming over, and she hasn't even finished making anything. She's no. still like making stuff. And like, oh, it's time for dinner. No, it's not. You haven't even made it. What 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 is this these sounds she's making? I don't know. It sounds like a damn dial-up modem. I know. <laughs> it was AOL. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Commercial break. And we're back. That kid's hair. He said they went to the salon. I do like watching movies with groups of people, but not if you're actually going to try and sit and watch me. I've tried it. It does not work. It may be a couple of people, but not a big group of people. They cannot sit and watch a movie and drink. They just can't do it. 
No. <laughs> My tummy, I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> That is eerie. Yeah. Hot Jack. Mm. <laughs> Look at her eyes. Jack yeah. in his casserole. Poinsettia. <laughs> it's a tiny poinsettia. And it's clearly fake because that thing would have been it's they wouldn't be that bright. She's so funny. That genuine shock on Maggie's face. Yeah. Like, what the hell? (laughs) He's so cute and corny. He's a tall man, too. Yeah, he is. I'm right there with you, Bernadette. Deb, excuse me. Have a party, we'll all dance the horror. I want them to release a single of that, of him singing Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah. Yeah. Yeah, he overstepped. He should have been like, hey, by the way, I heard your mom sing a song. Yeah. He shouldn't have just taken it upon himself. How many friggin' rooms are in this house? Jesus. Is that like a study? That's the front office. That's where Mitch was kind of in his little hospice room they had for him. Oh, right, 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 right. The office. I do want a house with those sliding doors, though. Me too. (laughs) I like the... I want the ones that are connected, though, so when you pull one, the other one moves with it. I like the foggy glass. This is making me like get in the mood for Christmas. 
<laughs> yeah, they need to they need to start having like a little bit more like fun. A lot of tense. I think some carols or something. My God. He's so hot. Jesus Christ. Mm hmm. They need to sell those socks was Zoe's face. And for Max. Poor Jack. See, this is where I think Zoe should have connected with him more about him losing his dad. But it doesn't really happen. Yeah. Yeah, there's zero like empathy for him from her. She's so preoccupied. Well, because he's he he's ruining her Christmas. That's the only thing she can think of. Bringing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wasn't a part of this. Why is he here? He's ruining my my plans. She's very type A. Meanwhile, just like enjoy it. Just be like, yeah, come in. You know, enjoy the night. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in Perry's shoes, though, right here. Like, I'm like, oh, I would not approve of what's about to go down. <laughs> Poor Susan. Okay, so we got Underneath the Tree with Kelly Clarkson, 2013 Wrapped in Red album. You know this one. You want to take over some of these this trivia about this coming up? Oh, I don't know all the trivia. I just know it's a really good song by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> and I listen to it every year. <laughs> For those of you who don't know or don't follow Steven, he's a major Kelly Clarkson fan. So. <laughs> 
And I even said to you, I, I hope they sing a Kelly Clarkson Christmas song, and they did. Your Christmas wish was granted. <laughs> and if anybody's going to sing a Kelly Clarkson song, it's got to be Mo. Yeah. Did you see his Instagram where they showed him falling down the steps? <gasps> no, I didn't. Scene? Yeah, it's oh, just no. a constant like loop. And his face, when you see the, the moment he's about to fall. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go look that up. It's so funny. This song reminds me of, obviously, Christmas. And I'm not going to get too sappy, but like when me and my mom will work overnights together... Um, I would listen to it and like because we'd be doing our own separate things. So like listening to this right now in my head, I see us in the store overnight and we're like Just with all the along. clothes. It's crazy how music can do that to you. She's shimming. <laughs> Yeah, Perry was over here filming his daughter the entire time. And you're like, oh, you hear that <laughs> very weak applause. <laughs> next song. <laughs> Holidays about the kids, but I'm singing next anyway. So hit it. I kind of wanted to hear more of that concert. Me too. They should be happy that he's singing. <laughs> okay, chill out. <laughs> yeah, I freak out like this when I have to do everything by myself and everybody's just watching me. I'm like, can you guys not participate? <laughs> I see. I'd rather be like, just get out of my way. That's exactly. I'm like, get the hell out of my way. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, I'd rather just do it myself. Stop staring at me. <laughs> and no you don't <laughs> you know he's never cabbage patch in his life he watched a YouTube video before that to find out what that was <laughs> probably god he's hot though <laughs> yeah he is Man, he was smoking on Jag. Oh, man. I honestly don't remember the show. I just remember him because I... You know, NCIS was a spinoff of Jag. No, I didn't know that. Yep. My dad watches he all He showed stuff. up, I think, at one point on NCIS or one of the NCISs. I'm surprised he's not doing more of that type of stuff. 
Like, how is he not leading his own CBS, like, nighttime show? Oh, that's got to be heartbreaking. Commercial yeah. break. We're back. Why is she like swaying her head as she's talking? I know. Oh, she's like spent hours watching this thing and then it comes out. And it's all like <laughs> completely diced up. Like it's what David says. The big league. <laughs> the big league chew. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. It'd be easy to eat. I know. Easier to make ham salad. <laughs> I could use some wine. I mean, it's only <laughs> still morning here. <laughs> so fake. He did, but it wasn't for Harry Styles. <laughs> right. These are honest about it. Yeah. She keeps playing that dad card. And I understand, but at the same time, chill out. Yeah. Like, that wasn't fair. I'm iffy on other people's casseroles. Uh-oh. And everybody pauses. Oh my God. It's devastating. Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, 1975.
that devastation on Max's face. I'm so glad they used regular pop songs in this still. I know. That was a really good scene, too. The fact that she's brushing it and it still looks like her hair. It's a good wig. It's a good, good wig. There's the plus. What freaks him out about that damn giraffe? Oh, so no. Much? <laughs> I was glad that they called back to it, though. I don't know. It's a really good point that they're trying to make that, you know, her dad died and he had these like amazing Christmases because it was all him and her trying to recreate it. It's not going to be the same because like nothing is ever gonna be the same. same now because yeah. he's gone. So, you know, it's a tough lesson to learn sometimes, but at least she'll know for next year. <laughs> like, I love this scene coming up. This makes me wonder if they're still going to keep Mitch coming back as it goes on, if if they bring it back, which I'm hoping they do. Yeah, they kind of have to. He's he's so part of the show still. I know. He's the main reason for the show, if you think about it. Yeah, he is. It, it is the main reason for the show. <clears throat> is there nothing better walking through your house with all your lights on like that in the night at night? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about snow in my living room, but. No, no, no. <laughs> like is the roof still there
I like how they're making it look like an old black and white movie, like an old movie, like the because it came from an old movie, yeah. Me in St. Louis, which everybody always kind of acts like it's a Christmas movie, but it's not. It has Christmas in it at one point, but that's it. There's also a Halloween scene. <laughs> Wait, Meet Me in St. Louis. It's not an Easter movie. It's no, a, it's Judy Garland. It's, it takes place like over a you know a long uh, period of time. So Christmas is in it. Halloween's in it. I guess Easter's in it as well. You and my grandma should have a conversation. She knows all these movies that you keep mentioning. She always wants I, to know. My mom them. made me watch AMC before it became the AMC it is today when it was more like Turner classic movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched all this stuff growing up. Oh, Zoe. There you go, Mitch. I thought they were going to pull out and this she was going to be inside the snow globe or something. Oh, uh, yeah. This really is a cute Christmas movie to watch because, like, I don't know. There's not many that I go back to, you know, just, you know, the classic ones. But this is something I feel like I could watch every year. Yeah, because it's sentimental. It's funny. It's got great music. Yeah, a little bit of everything. See, that's like what the snow globe looks like. Yeah. It's a little girl and, his fa- and her father. Commercial. And we're back. You know, speaking of uh, Meet Me in St. Louis not being an actual Christmas movie, I was also thinking about um, Sound of Music is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Nor is my favorite things a Christmas song. If you actually listen to the lyrics, it has nothing to do with Christmas. Just yeah. because they have paper packages wrapped up in string. That's that's it. That's the only thing <laughs> that's in that song. It has nothing to do with Christmas at all. It takes place during a storm. Anyway. Wasn't it always on during Easter? Yeah. So I'm like, why do people associate this with Christmas? It makes no sense. I never did. I understand what you're saying about the song, though.
I guess because it sounds materialistic and that's what we are at Christmas, I guess. I don't know. Makes sense to me. I love she tells him, don't open any presents without me. I'm going to go somewhere else for a while. Yeah. I love she comes back and points at David. (laughs) I'm literally getting dressed and leaving the house. Don't open anything. Like, we just got up. Can we not open presents now? (laughs) My brother would do that crap. He would guess everything that was in the packages. Yeah, we would always, like, feel the package and see, like, if we could figure out what it was. But I was I think this is actually Moe's hair, by the way. Really? Yeah. Mo is not good at thinking outside of himself, so. Yeah, I don't I don't like that hair on him. Look at the end date. It looked like it said 2024. On that I noticed headstone. that he was I noticed that Mitch was a Leo. <laughs> I keep looking at it and I, I forgot. They'll show the headstone again. I know they will. I think they will. I think they do. Maybe they don't. Or is that 2021? That says 2021. It's 2021. It like, I swear I thought I said 24. I was like, is this in the future? Oh, I want her to still go out with Jack. I think he'd be good for her. Me too. I want him to still court her if they bring it back.
No, it's not your fault. <laughs> didn't cause any suffering. You didn't. You didn't help the situation, but. <laughs> Yeah, it does suck. And yeah, he's not wrong. It is a lot. Yeah, it makes sense. I kind of want it to happen with other people, though. Other people in her life. For them to kind of, what's going on with me? Like, oh, now, you know, even the people she hasn't shared this information with. And then they have to kind of experience it alone for themselves. And then she tells them, hey, this is what happens to me all the time. The only thing that annoys me is that they don't really explain how he got it. It was just a random thing, you know, something. I think she projected it somehow. She gave it to him so he could connect with her more. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. I like this. Cindy Lauper. Every time I hear this song, though, I always think of the dance scene from Romy Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This song reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> you know this song? I read this. Um, Cindy Lauper added this. This was on her She's So Unusual album. And it was like one of the last releases and one of the last songs that she added to that album. She was the last song. Oh, wow. Her producer was like, we need another one. So she got together with this uh, writer, Rob Hyman, and they wrote about their relationship woes. 
Well, it's a good thing she did. Because <laughs> all these years later, people are still singing it. Oh, here it comes. This is, breaks my heart. It's so sad he can't hear it. He's trying to sing so much harder for her to join in. And that devastation on his face. I think it's best. <laughs> it is. Best. It would be overwhelming after a while. He was Zoe's extraordinary playlist, not Max and Zoe's. Right. Well, I also think he wasn't like commercial breaking them. Okay. Commercial back. (laughs) It's not. I hate those hats. (laughs) I don't like when people wear it on the back of their head. I don't like the wide brim. I mean, it makes sense if it's like if you're wearing a trench coat and it's the 40s, but. I don't know. They're just not my thing. I think they're pretentious. They only work on older people. Yeah. This is sad. Hell yeah. (laughs) I just wouldn't care. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're sending another one. Email. Where they actually kill you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we always do a Christmas nap too, by the way. Yeah. We always have a Christmas nap. We're going to Maximo. First time we've seen it. This well, no, we saw it earlier. I forgot, but really seen it. <laughs> tree. I like a white tree. 
are you a multicolored tree person, uh, uh, lights, or do you do one color? I prefer uh, white lights, but yeah, we do I too. put the color lights around my windows, like for the outside. So I like them both, but we don't put any light, lights on outside. We just put, I have these like LED faux flames that we put on our sconces that are outside mm-hmm. to make it kind of look Dickensian, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and we have wreaths all on the windows. That poor baby does not want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk on breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> I want some more Mo Zoe Tom. Yeah, there wasn't really that much. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Do you hear that? I called my ex, and he was like, oh, apparently, totally Leaf is bisexual. I always thought he was gay anyway, or whatever. Well, he liked that girl that other time, too, so we're supposed he, to assume that he's bisexual. He liked Lauren Graham's character. Yeah, and they, they kept hooking up, too. I never even noticed that. I didn't notice it at first, either, but I saw some people pointing it out online. That's so funny. Do you think it's weird that she's like friends with both of them and she slept with both of them? Eh. <laughs> Isn't it weird how things like that play out sometimes? That's yeah. happened. Not the exact thing, but something similar. Like you say. Things happen for a reason. They really do. <laughs> I think they're all in agreement, though, because Max is secure because he knows that Zoe loves him because of that powers thing. And he they all understand that they, you know, Simon and Zoe were just supposed to be friends. They mixed it up with romantic confusion and stuff, but that was it. They were just supposed to be friends. (laughs) I just love how they're so young and they're all so rich.
What did you think of this scene? It was sweet. You know. I like the song they picked. You what now? I like the song that they picked. I love this song. I love the Stevie Wonder uh, Christmas album. The way they made it seem, though, is like, this is it, guys. Sorry, bye. But they also kind of left it open, you know, but. I don't like this little girl. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I don't like how she's singing. I don't like. She doesn't have a powerful voice that you would think someone would have if they're going to be in a musical show. She's cute. Like, she's a cute girl. But But I guess they were trying to go for a real, what a real little girl would maybe do. Doesn't it kind of remind you of Love Actually? She does. Like how they brought the, the like younger girl was singing and yeah. And then he here sings comes good Harry. Though. He has oh. a good soulful voice. Yeah, he's very uh what's his name? Barry White. Yeah. Or um what's his name? Oh my gosh. From he played chef chef in South Park. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I can't remember his name. I think it's good that their father and daughter singing. I don't know. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> well, it is very, if you think about it, it's very symbolic. The father and daughter singing at the end. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like two normal, healthy relationship communicate, whatever. <laughs> Do you see what I mean when I say he's corny? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's playing with his daughter, so that make that makes sense. But yeah. And that's what I think. Oh. It kind of does make you emotional a little bit. It's really sweet and festive and. I know in real life, Mary Steenburgen always comments on the actor who plays Simon's Instagrams. She's always like telling him how much she loves him and stuff. I think it's cute. And that was Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. And it's over. Ending with North Star. Oh, this is the song you were talking about in the beginning, right? Yeah, that's the one that was co-written by Mary Steenburgen. We don't have to sit through the credits. If you want to sit through the credits, go for it. But 
It's cool that they got Tori Kelly to sing it. Yeah, I know. Thought that was really neat. She's got a great voice. So yeah, that was it's always extraordinary Christmas. Thank you guys so much for watching along with us. And we hope we didn't annoy you too much with our commentary, or at least me, I don't know. Um <laughs> maybe you learned something, maybe you didn't, maybe you just had it on in the background while you were just doing Christmassy stuff and you weren't even watching the movie, and that's fine too. It might sound a little weird if we're pointing out things randomly, but you know. And from I know from me and Steven both, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Holidays. And I think maybe Hanukkah might be over now, but <laughs> but yeah. um, you know everything. Happy Holidays, Happy season's greetings. Holiday, yeah. <laughs> and we're out. Dustin can watch. Can I just say thank you for saying Target and not Target? I'm so tired of people saying that, making that stupid ass joke. Oh no! I I appreciate I've ever said that. that. I'm going to Target. I'm like, it's it's not funny. We know it's not French. Get over (laughs) it. We know it's not French.